0: Curecast Podcast Emporium. It would be cool to be a plant monster. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the Jaunty James. Hello. That sounds like a pub. The Jaunty James. It
1: does. It should be a pub if it isn't already.
0: Well, isn't there like uh, two million pubs in in the
1: UK? Yeah, so I guess the odds are good. It could also be a boat. Ooh, that would be a good boat. Although not like a big boat. No.
0: Like one of those, but like, but like a fairly good sized one, but like not a huge one. So like, like a,
1: a yacht, like a tugboat. Oh, okay, a work a, a working boat. Yeah, tugboat sounds good. Let's. Start this episode
0: because guess who <laughs> okay. we're talking about today?
1: I don't know. Are we talking about Stan Lee? No, he's one of the creators, though. Did he not put himself in any of the comics like he is in every Marvel movie? Ha! Huh. Hot take. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, but it's Hawkeye or Hawkeye. <gasps> to figure out who you are. <laughs> hmm.
1: Yes.
0: So, Hawkeye, you, you know of him?
1: Yeah, he's purple in the thing, right?
0: Uh, this is the era where he was wearing purple and blue.
1: Instead of just
0: purple. hmm
1: And um, he had pirate boots. I, oh, okay, I knew about him being purple, but I did not know about the pirate boots.
0: He uh, is a person who... <laughs> wore pirate boots yeah. <laughs> just like a lot of other people he's did
1: that guy
0: he's he's that guy along with like half the other heroes <laughs> of this era
1: yeah
0: um well his uh his real name is clinton francis barton or clint barton clint barton if you're nasty which he a lot of people are real nasty with him, so
1: yeah that's true
0: he was born in Wavery, Idaho, so that's a problem middle nowhere. And he first showed up in Tales of Suspense number 57, Hawkeye the Marksman, now- in September ni-
1: 1964.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, he was created by Stan Lee and Don Heck.
1: I have a question that will probably be yes. answered anyway. Okay. Um, does he have any other powers other than being accurate at with a bow?
0: Um, I would not even say that being accurate at a bow is his power, because he just works at that. That's <laughs> what makes him the everyman's hero. Okay. He's he's real good, because he works real hard, and he stands out from a crowd because him is in a team filled with gods and steroid users. AKA Captain America.
1: And pirate boots. So that that would help him stand out too.
0: Well, I mean, at this era, both him and Captain America and a few other people on the team would have wore pirate boots. At the time, it was just the trend. Um, He was a younger brother of two sons born into a small business proprietor... to a small business proprietor and his wife. his parents are dead, so check if you're going through the superhero origin bingo isn't he also his rich his parents are dead
1: no maybe that's the fact he's maybe not maybe that's green arrow yeah you're
0: thinking of green arrow who was for the longest time just a really crappy batman with a bow and arrow <laughs> he was eight and his brother barney Barton was that was placed in a orphanage at 18 clint and uh And Barney ran away from the Institute to join a traveling carnival. Clinton basically made himself an apprentice of the star attraction, a mysterious rogue only known by the Swordsman. Dun-dun-dun. He's a future villain. Okay. Uh, And the Swordsman recognized Clint's natural flair in archery, and the Swordsman uh, agreed to tutor him in the art. And Barney just, just
1: did work. He was there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so for eight hours a day, every day for four years, the younger Barton practiced with bow and arrow, soon becoming good enough to be a professional trick shooter under the name of Hawkeye the Marksman. And when he was 18, he accidentally discovered his mentor stealing from the carnival's management. When the boy refused to become his partner in crime, the swordsman chased Barton into the tightrope and cutting it down from underneath of him. The swordsman left him for dead and left the carnival. Found by his Clint Barton was rushed to the hospital and eventually recovered from the compound fractures to his leg. And then he later rejoined the carnival and resumed
1: his act. So, it's <laughs> just like,
0: oh. he, you can't... He, you could take the you could take the Hawkeye out of the carnival, but you can't take the carnival out of the Hawkeye. You
1: can't wait, so did it, what happened to his brother?
0: Uh I think his brother was just like, I'm just gonna do something else. Yes. Right now I guess. Sensible. If I'm not mistaken, I think his brother turns into Trickshot, Shot, I wanna say. Who's like a low rent version of Hawkeye? Oh good. Yeah, he becomes trickshot. He doesn't show up in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's basically just... He just kind of shows up and tries to beat up his brother sometimes.
1: Is he the one that has, like, luck powers or something?
0: Nope. He's just a normal dude who is not as good oh, as his brother. great.
1: Okay. So he's another powerless person who's kind of good at long-range stuff, but not that good.
0: Then Hawkeye saw... Iron Man, in action, decided to emulate him by donning a colorful costume and using his archery skills to battle crime. And But apparently the first appearance he made, he was mistaken for a thief and found himself in battle with Iron Man.
1: How did that go?
0: It did, I did. Okay, this is, so this is, okay, this is like going to be a common thing. He basically lets his uh, lower region dictate a lot of his moves. Uh-huh. So he's... Can we, can we go back?
1: The Iron Man thing. Yes. How did that pan out for a guy with no powers? It's probably lost. I'm I'm not sure. (laughs) I didn't read it. I I would love Uh, it if he. But uh,
0: he was real attracted to Black Widow, who was uh, just a Russian (sighs) spy at the time, and he did a lot of like petty crime.
1: Oh, disgusting!
0: Like after a while, like Hawkeye was was found to be a good guy by Iron Man. It's just like, hey, you want to be an adventurer? Oh, for a short time, he abandoned his Hawkeye identity and, take, and took the uh, pim particles or the Growing Serum and operated underneath the name of Goliath. Oh,
1: I didn't know about that. But then he, but then he
0: reassumed his Hawkeye
1: identity soon after. It's like cool powers. I don't need them.
0: Well, oh, to be fair, like the growing. Stuff was our, already been done by a million people. Like, not a lot of people have like archery powers. Yeah, but it's powers. Like,
1: do you want to be. Or he's already not unique in that he doesn't have powers. That's everyone. You know, it's at least a step forward. Um,
0: and at a certain point, he got married to Mockingbird.
1: Oh, yeah. He's
0: current, at, at this time, at this time of this book, he's still married to Mockingbird. Okay. Um,. So he is six three. So real tall boy. Three hundred I mean two hundred and thirty pounds. So buff boy. Oh yeah. Obviously. I wonder what the draw weight on his bow is. It's probably massive. He's so hench. Yeah, um that's probably something <laughs> British that I don't understand. I
1: didn't even um, Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's
0: so okay, he's eighty percent deaf what? in both ears. I did not know about that. Yeah, well, uh, that was a thing that kind of gets retconned and re-unretconned a lot, like back and oh. forth. I think right now he is mostly deaf. Like, I think it makes him. It shows that he's more vulnerable.
1: He doesn't have any powers. He's he's already really vulnerable. Yes, but he still perseveres. <sighs> yeah,
0: but here's here's oh. the thing. He still perseveres and stands up next to like thor and captain america and iron man and stuff like that yep and that's what makes him like a inspirational hero to me anyway but you know some people like um
1: uh damn it what's his name do do you have you ever watched one punch man moomin Moomin rider that's it yeah
0: he's he's just uh he's a b-class hero who tries real hard so okay so here's the fun part of the episode. We get to talk about his trick arrows now. Uh, so he has a. He wields a number of custom made bows and carries a quiver containing various gadget laden trick arrows. Quiver has a capacity to carry 26 arrows. 12 of those arrows have standard target point arrowheads. Six has. Th- six have three bladed broadheads and the remaining 18. Or has Varium custom tips. And he can kind of and like switch out the tips, kind of. Like he just has like the tips and then the thing and then he can kinda of, like in the quiver he can kinda of, like. Oh he just
1: like pops know. the tips on the thing.
0: Yeah, except like it's like all in the thing and done in like a couple of seconds. Magic. Yeah, magic. Um some of the more technological custom arrows are designed and built by Tony Stark.
1: Uh, of course. Of course, yeah.
0: Um, but Hawkeye himself designs the majority of his custom arrows. So, you know, he still knows. I mean, he is the bow guy. Or the Hawkeye, if, if you know, get guy, hawk hot, hot guy.
1: He oh, the hawk guy. Yeah,
0: um, he can, uh, he also has like a notch uh, code on each, on the knock of each arrow so he can tell which arrow he's drawing. And he's always like he's always like customizing and getting new things.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So here are just a few of them. So he has a sonic arrow, which emits a high pitched, sixty-five decibel, sound two seconds after release.
1: Does it go fast?
0: The uh, the sound goes fast, and I guess the arrow goes fast too, but the sound goes faster.
1: Cause, so- sonic.
0: Yeah. Well I yeah. mean I mean it does go fast. It has to go fast because it's an arrow. <laughs> it's either going fast or it's going not <laughs> fast. Or it's a bad arrow. Yeah, because that's a thing. Like, I mean I guess it could fall. But like most likely it's gonna be in his pouch, I mean in his quiver, and then he's gonna be like, Oh, it's going real fast towards you. <laughs>
1: it just falls to the ground. He's like, oh, well, back to the drawing board with this one, I guess. <laughs>
0: it's not fast enough for me. Oh, no. <laughs> um, then he has an explosive-tipped arrow. It it explodes once it hits things. He has a smoke bomb arrow, which emits uh, clouds two seconds after release. He has a flare arrow that contains mag- magnesium iron powder flare that ignites five seconds after release. There must be like a acceleration component to it. You know, where it's just like, oh, it's going real fast. Now I need to do my thing.
1: Like, well, he can set like a timer on the.
0: No, I think what it is, it's there's like a timer built in that like if it goes oh, X amount right. of speed, like, or yes. like X amount of force gets on the put on the back or whatever, like it just, you know, goes. Mm-hmm. Um, He has a tear gas arrow that releases a cloud of tear gas three seconds after release has an acid arrow that bursts acid on impact. He has a suction cup arrow and it can stick to almost anything. I imagine that's what he uses to grapple around
1: maybe or swing. (laughs) It just sticks to stuff. He doesn't do anything doesn't have a rope on it it's just a sticky arrow well, speaking
0: of uh, things that have rope in them, uh, he has a cable arrow that has 50 Wait. feet length of uh, cable that unrolls <laughs>
1: through the shaft. Wait, so he, we're not always being stupid in saying that the sticky arrow just sticks to stuff. I that think is, it just sticks to it, stuff. <laughs> it's his pranking arrow. You just hit people.
0: You think <laughs> the suction cup arrow would be on the cable arrow?
1: <laughs> yeah, so it he can stick to
0: things that he could, <laughs> like swing and stuff. Or maybe, maybe he has those. Nope. It's just not always there.
1: Maybe it's just a plunger.
0: Maybe, maybe he uses it for long range plumbing. He has a putty arrow, which just like sticks to things. Hang on. Upon impact. Wait, wait. Hmm. Some of these seem like they're just doing the same thing.
1: I'm pretty sure whoever was writing the guide was like, "Oh no, I run out." I have to fill up a whole page of this. <laughs>
0: here's a glue arrow. Uh, and here's a thing I like to call the hook arrow. <laughs> okay, he has the bola arrow, which releases small heavy the uh, three small uh, heavy balls on eighteen inch cable of intertwined, that to intertwine it on target. Don't understand how that would work, but whatever. This is comic books, and he's a guy who could shit, shoot things real easy.
1: Yeah, well, what happened to the shaft of the arrow? I'm not sure. That's
0: why I'm confused. Like, if it was, like, yeah. a uh, net gun type thing, or even if it was just a gun, I'd understand, hmm. but with, like, an arrow that's supposed to fly through the air, like, the air would press the boa, bola back. Hmm. Onto, yeah. But whatever. Uh, he has an electro arrow, which is basically just a taser. Hmm. He has a net arrow, which has oh. ten foot wide cable uh, net that goes over. Whoa, has a that's rocket a lot arrow of net
1: in an arrow. That
0: yeah, that Must it be is. Massive. It goes down the shaft and then goes through. Um uh, oh. and he has a rocket arrow, which is a basically what. An arrow would be if you fired it from, let's say, a gun, or (laughs) something. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it has, but like, it has various payloads up to two pounds. Oh, okay. And he has a homing, circuitry-controlled weight-shifting mechanism on an arrow called the boomerang arrow, for when you want the boomerang arrow to come back at you.
1: What? Oh, he's like Yondu.
0: Yeah, except you know? it only have, probably happens once.
1: Yeah, and is less useful.
0: Yeah, okay, wait, here, and his bows, he has three bows that he likes to use.
1: Oh, okay.
0: They're not called anything, except for what the bows would actually be called, but whatever. Uh. So he has a long bow. It okay. weighs five pounds, string tension is 80 pounds. Which is a decent amount, but I feel like his, I feel like the draw weight for uh, anything that he had would be a lot more, though.
1: Cause he's so hench.
0: Well, no, just because that's just what happens. Like the more used to, the more, the more strong you are and the more used to bows and stuff, the the more draw weight you can have. Yeah. I mean, I bet, I would imagine that he would have a, um, like close to like a hundred at least. 100 maybe even 150 draw weight for being so strong and so good with a bow his long bow has 80 pounds draw weight then he has a uh but maybe that's also like he's doing long distance like putty arrow shooting you know uh he has a regular bow which is a double recurve reinforced laminate glass laminated fiberglass uh bow that has 75 pounds you know, and that's just for all purpose shooting. You know, mm-hmm. longbow shoots long ways away. Regular bow just for just about anything.
1: Yeah, shoots regular ways.
0: Yeah, uh, it he has a compound bow, which weighs more by by, by a, a, quite a bit, almost four pounds more, and the string tension is sixty pounds. Uh, this also does distant shooting. But it's a little bit more cumbersome. So why would he even use it? Because he's probably good with any bow he gets. I would like to see Hawkeye with a, like a toy bow.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That'd be kind of cool. You know, one with like the draw weight of like five pounds. You probably do a lot with that. Would you not break it? I mean, he's careful. I mean, he has to be. That's true. Uh, he also has a sky cycle. Which is just a thing huh? that allows them to fly in the air, on a motorcycle type thing.
1: Okay, cool. cool. All right. So it's not re- it's not it's not like archery themed. It's just a a sky bike thing.
0: No, they they're just like we have to give you something to get around.
1: Oh, it'd be great if you just had a moped.
0: It would be. I would love the arrow moped a lot.
1: It <laughs> would be so great. It's like, ah, oh, there's something happening across the sea. I'll be there in, like, two hours. Well, um, I think I'm done. Well, I was gonna make one point before we, we finished.
0: Was it, was it like the point on an arrow?
1: It's le- uh, more blunt, less of a point to it.
0: So, so it's more like a punching glove arrow than a, um, than a regular arrow. Or a putty
1: arrow. Oh, ooh, yeah, a you know? putty arrow. Yeah. Um, You were saying before, we were talking about the, the timed arrows, and you were saying, like, maybe it's activated when it's, like, knocked. Like, when when it's fired from the bow. Yeah. And the first thing that popped into my head was, like, what if someone, one of his pals, his superhero buddies, is like, that was really well done. Um, Good job, buddy. And they... Clap him on the back, and like all of his arrows start going off one after the other on his back. There's putty everywhere.
0: Well, I mean, obviously, he has 18 putty (laughs) arrows because
1: those are his most useful ones. (laughs) Rocket arrow, don't need that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Rocket arrow, wait. Wait, the, the arrow, that's basically a gun.
1: <laughs> it's just a gun arrow. <laughs> oh, He should just have a gun arrow. He, like, runs to Tony Stark, he's like, I've got this crazy new idea!
0: What? Okay, what if we made this smaller, and instead of me having to use a lot of muscle, I could use just a little bit to pull just a tiny bit of pressure somewhere, like... and it shot, <laughs> but way faster than an arrow could ever go. Yeah.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing. After all these years, and Tony's like, um, I've got something I need to show you.
0: (laughs) Just hands him him a 9mm gun. Just like, here you go. (laughs) I I know, like, we've kept on trying to tell you that this would be better, but we just, (laughs) you would never listen to us. My
1: life has been a lie!
0: You mean I could have shot things more efficiently? Oh
1: my god.
0: I could only carry like two bows on me. I could carry like 16 of these. I could shoot even smaller bits of putty even further. What would you like to plug?
1: Well, um, I'm going to use my plug time wisely, uh, and I'm going to plug a podcast that I have nothing to do with, but I really enjoy. So I figure I may as well give them a little bit of publicity, I suppose. Uh, Dames and Dragons. It's a podcast and d podcast. It's all dames, and they're fighting dragons, and it's great. Are they our royal blood? Oh. Is that Um, it? Maybe not. They're all women who may or may not be dames, but I'm not sure about that. Hmm.
0: I think it'd be more interesting if we were talking about royal women playing Dungeons and Dragons, but whatever. You could
1: pretend. They never. <sighs> but it's not the real they thing. They never is say it? they're not. So, you know. Oh,
0: okay. Well,
1: okay. I could just lie to yeah. myself then. Yeah, this is Jesse.
0: And, uh, if you would like to follow me on Twitter. I mean, it's not me. It's actually Courtney. <laughs> Cause she does all the social stuff but you know if you'd like to talk to her and actually get a response uh you can go to on twitter at alpha flight pod and check out the rest of the shows on the kirocast group on facebook where i will talk to you Um if you'd like to support the shows you can find us on patreon and buy t-shirts and junk on P- override bubble you can get uh for one dollar a month you can get extra extra episodes and stuff, and for a little bit extra, you can get other things. Please check that out if you have a little bit of pocket change you'd like to give me and support me for all the work I do.
1: Yeah. Why not?
0: Uh, yeah, you can find all the links to that stuff in the show notes. This is my most sincerest hope and dream is that I hope that you not only protects you in your night travels but he also like you know kind of kind of spoons you a little bit if you into (laughs) that you know and he's just like he holds you like real warm at night be like hey you won't have any trouble emotionally or physically yeah
1: i got you good night good night